Hey friends, welcome to the Empowered to Live Your Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Rhiannon Stahl, a Christian life coach, writer, wife, and mother of four. I help empower women to transform their lives one thought at a time. In each episode, I'm going to provide inspiration that empowers you to transform your spirit, soul, and body by breaking through limiting beliefs and live the life you were designed to. You definitely can do more than you know, but you will rarely do more than you think. Welcome back, friends. This is episode three of Empowered to Live Your Purpose podcast. I'm Rhiannon Stahl, and today I want to talk about something that has been on my heart and is very prevalent in our world today, anxiety, uh, fear, the things that lead to depression or feeling overwhelmed. It's just really been in my soul to share that anxiety is too heavy of a weight for us to carry. It wasn't meant to be ours to bear. And yes, the Bible says that we will face hard things in this world, but God says, but be of good cheer for I have overcome them, that his joy and peace can be with us even when things are hard around us. So let's dive into this and let's uh, stir ourselves up and try to remember what God says so that we can live the overcoming life of freedom that he died to give us. Even when I've been thinking about you and the state of our world, I find myself getting worked up into anxious thoughts about wanting to give just the right word or wanting to say just the right thing that will help bring freedom and peace because I know God has something better for us than what the world has to offer. And so I find my thoughts starting to race and starting to get anxious and feeling like I'm not enough to be what these people need. But then my mind's turned back to, but God is enough and his power in us is enough to overcome everything that we face. And so I want to be the one to encourage you and stir you up today that there is more. God has a greater purpose and life ahead of you than anything that you've ever asked or imagined at this point. And when we're feeling anxious and worried and fearful, we are not living our best life. And it's not a shame on you. You should know better, but it's a let's get this in our hearts and down into our souls so that we can live the way that God intended us to live. We can see the goodness of God in the land of the living and overcome and then be a light and encouragement for others saying, hey, I understand I've been there. There's a better way. Follow me in it. And so I just want to be that word of encouragement for you. I was really stirred up this last week when I was reading through Proverbs and I just love the book of Proverbs. It's so practical and applicable. And uh, there's several verses that are all linked that talk about anxious thoughts and depression and what it does to our body and our soul. Our soul is our mind and our will and our emotions. And I know sometimes we feel like we don't have a lot of control over those things, but God has given us the ability to choose our thoughts, to choose not necessarily the emotions we feel, but to see them as information Uh, just facts that are kind of neutral in our lives and not to be tossed about by them. So on the days when we're feeling happy, that's awesome. Let's lean into that and celebrate and be thankful that today feels like an easy day. But on the days when things feel hard, let's not dwell on that where it ends up dragging us deeper and only causing the next day to be hard and the next day to be hard. Um, Today, I want to start with Proverbs 12, 25. It says, anxious fear brings depression, but a life-giving word of encouragement can do wonders to restore joy to the heart. And then I'm going to flip over to Proverbs 15 verses 13 and 15. It says, a cheerful heart puts a smile on your face, but a broken heart leads to depression. 
everything seems to go wrong when you feel weak and depressed. Man, haven't you been there? I certainly have. But when you choose to be cheerful, every day will bring you more and more joy and fullness. And then in chapter 17, again, it talks about in verse 22. Sorry, I've got my actual paper Bible here. I'm flipping through. A joyful, cheerful heart brings healing to both body and soul. Again, our mind, will, and emotions that we just talked about. But the one whose heart is crushed struggles with sickness and depression. First of all, um, wow, what a heavy weight. Not that, not that we aren't already aware of the weight of anxiety and depression and what it's doing in our society, but like the actual mental toll and physical effects of stress in our body. And science backs what the Bible has already told us, that the anxious thoughts produce uh, hormones that then create inflammation in our body, which cause literal physical pain and cause us to then spiral down. Well, now I'm feeling pain. So now I think more about how hard my life is and it makes every day harder. It's hard to get out of bed in the morning. It's hard to focus and do the things that God's called us to. So for one, to me, this is an incredible reminder that God can literally physically heal us when we put our minds back on him, but not that it's our duty or our chore to get things right in order for us to feel right, but it is a beautiful promise from God that when we choose to walk by faith, not by sight, when we choose to believe the promises in his word more than how we feel at the moment, that he will correct those things that are in misalignment and he can literally reduce the inflammation in our bodies and get rid of that sick pit in the feeling of our stomach and help us to open up our airways and breathe. Because I don't know about you, but for me, I've had those anxious moments in my life and I was just going about my daily chores. I don't even remember the specific um impetus to what I was feeling. I just remember I was going about doing like vacuuming or whatever in my home. And I just kept like tugging at my collar of my shirt or my t-shirt and wasn't even like I was wearing a turtleneck that was up around my throat. But I was just like, I just can't breathe. I just feel like I need to breathe. And I just had this weight and heaviness on me. And the Holy Spirit was so good to remind me to text just a couple of friends that I know would pray for me. And I didn't have anything depth to say other than I'm feeling anxious and I don't know why my chest feels tight. Will you pray? And they both sent beautiful prayers back and like instantly I had God's peace and it didn't solve the issue instantaneously as far as what was leading to it, but it brought an awareness that yes, his uh, peace is available even in the midst of hard times. And so I just wanted to remind us that if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling fearful, don't let the enemy come in and say, shame on you. You know better, especially as a believer. I've lived under that for so long where I would feel guilty that I felt poorly because so many other people have it worse than I do, or I should just be thankful. And so don't let the enemy sneak in and try to make you feel guilty or drag you down farther into the pit with him, but choose to, to recognize, okay, I'm having these anxious thoughts. Where has my mind gotten off track? or what has been laid on me by somebody else that isn't mine to carry that I need to give back to the Lord and trust him with. Because when we trust in the Lord with all of our hearts and don't lean on just our own understanding, but acknowledge him, say, God, I know that this isn't from you, but I can go to you and you will take this from me or help me walk through it so that your name will be glorified and my life will be blessed so then I can be a blessing to others. 
When we do that, he promises to open up a pathway of peace for us. He promises that we will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. So as we are here on earth, that heaven is, yes, the ultimate beautiful reward that we can look forward to, but that isn't all that we can look forward to. He promises to be with us here in our daily life and to bless us and pour out things in our lives right here and right now, above and beyond all that we ask or imagine. So I want to go back to Proverbs again. It was Proverbs 12, 25. Proverbs 15, 13, and 15, and Proverbs 17, 22. So we know how anxiety makes us feel and that it can lead to depression and it can physically affect our bodies. But God's word promises that when we choose to have a joyful, happy heart, and it's not this fake it till you make it. I've been talking with the friends about this. The walk of faith is one where we walk by faith, not by sight, right? So when we are choosing to not put all of our eggs in one basket, if you will, not only take into account the things that we see, but to take into account what God's word says and his promises. And I just learned this week that there are over 8,000 promises from God and his word for us. And the word of God, the Bible is not just a history book that tells us about what happened in the past, but it is a love letter. It's an example to us that is completely applicable to us today. It is so that we can know and understand who God is and what he wants to do in our lives. And then even better yet, he gave us his Holy Spirit to dwell within us. And it seems this excuse me, it says the same power that raised Christ from the dead in Romans 8, I believe verse 11, um, lives in us and will quicken our mortal bodies, will like bring life to our bodies and peace to our souls. So I just want to encourage you that we can choose, we can take every thought captive and choose to make it obey what God's word says, not because we feel like it or not because life is easy or not because I'm denying that things are hard, but because I'm choosing to accept that God loves me so much that he's got good purposes and plans for our life. And this is uh, something else I was thinking that it's so important to have a community of believers around you, those who will encourage you and lift you up, be there for you when you're having a hard time. Sometimes we need to be that life-giving word of encouragement for ourselves. It's the second half of Proverbs 12, 22 that we read earlier, talks about uh, a life-giving word of encouragement can do wonders to restore joy to the heart. And we can't always look to others to be that for us. Unfortunately, it would be wonderful if we had a person that we could instantly text or we could um, know that they're just going to say the right thing at the right time. And I know God brings those friendships into our lives and we can ask the Holy Spirit for them if we don't currently have them, but God wants to be that for us. And so that stirring ourselves up and being the, the word of encouragement for ourselves for a given situation is to turn back to Jesus, turn back to his word and say, God, I believe your word is for me. I believe that it is life-giving and that it is applicable to the situation I'm facing right now. And I need that word of encouragement and I choose to believe that you are good and that you have good plans. So sometimes um, we can look to others, but we always can look to God and we can look to his word and believe that it is truth and life for us right at the moment. So I just want to be that life-giving word of encouragement to you personally today. And I know the enemy would love to whisper, she doesn't know you, this isn't for you, she doesn't know your situation, or maybe I've gotten myself into this own mess. Um, 
but that is not truth. The truth is that God loves you and his plans for you are good. And he does not intend for you to carry anxious thoughts and worries and that foreboding spirit that just feels so heavy. His word says to bring all of our cares, to cast all of our cares at his feet because he cares for us. So if we're carrying around anxiety, we can't also be fully remembering and carrying around uh, his love and the purpose that he has for us. So we have to choose. We get to choose what we think about. We get to choose what we believe. And it is hard. I'm not saying that this isn't easy. One, two, three. If I just say this Bible verse three times, then I won't feel it anymore. But the truth is God's purposes do work out in our heart and our lives when we choose to believe that they will, because it really is that things are appropriated to us. Things are um, come to life fully in us through faith, just like our salvation. We chose to believe that we were reconciled to God because of Jesus' death on the cross. And we chose to say with our mouth, I believe that Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead and to believe in our hearts. And that is how salvation came to us. And then we have the gift of eternal life with God through that. But the same thing goes with any promise from God in the Bible. He promises peace. We have to choose that we have peace when we focus on him and not what's going on around us because um, what we focus on grows. If we're focusing on the hard things in life and how I don't feel sufficient for it, or I am not enough, or maybe even the opposite, I am too much, I'm too much of a big emotional person. I'm too much of... Um, whatever, a failure. These things are lies. Uh, the promise is that you are enough. The word says in um, Philippians, excuse me, for that we are all sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. We have all that we need because of Christ in us, that it's not by our might or our power, but by his spirit that dwells in us and that he wants to pour that out on us in an abundance. But we have to believe that it is our gift for the taking. So I just thank you, Father God, that you're going to open our hearts and our minds to see and receive the gift that you're trying to give us today. That anxious thoughts, fear is not from you, Father. Your word promises that you will keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you when our mind is focused on you. Our hearts can't be heavy at the same time because we choose to trust in you. So if we find ourselves falling back into anxiety or fear, and it will be very real and it will feel very personal because we'll have something specific we can identify that we're worried about our children or that we're worried about another relationship or we're worried about our marriage or we're worried about the state of the world or where our um, job is taking us or the, the lack thereof and our finances, but it all comes down to the same issue. God says to you today, look at me. I am life. I am provision. I am peace. I am strength. I am protection. That's why when Moses was seeing him in the burning bush and he said, who will I tell Pharaoh that I, you know, is speaking to him? And he said, I am. And Jesus repeats that, that he is, I am anything we face he is the answer. And so I just want to be, again, that voice of love and encouragement to you today that you are enough when we turn to Jesus. 
We are not enough like the world tries to tell us that we just pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and we can make it happen and we don't need anybody else, but that we are enough when we're fully resting and relying on Jesus and his Holy Spirit's power within us. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does not change. The same support, the same deliverance, the same provision that he provided through some of the incredible stories we read about in the Old Testament are still who he is today and what he wants to do in and through our lives. So I would encourage you to look up the scriptures that I spoke about today, but anything else the Lord might bring to your remembrance in a U version that I use, and I bet many of you do as well, and I encourage you to get it if you don't have it. Just a wonderful Bible app because there's many translations, but then there's also a search tool so you can look up anxiety and find all the scriptures that speak to that. Or you can look up peace and find all the scriptures and the promises that speak of God's peace being with us. I love Colossians 3.15, especially in the Amplified, it talks about the Holy Spirit acting as umpire, telling us what should stay and what should go so that we can be led in the peace of Jesus Christ. So that for me is my prayer for you today, that you will be led by peace. And I know when I start trying to make a decision, I'm like, but what's the best way to go? And I don't understand what I should do. And then I start noticing, wait a minute, this feels a lot like worry and anxiety and doesn't feel like the peace that God has promised. And as soon as I am able to redirect, okay, Jesus, I trust you. Even if I don't have the specific answer of like, should I buy that thing or should I not? Should I go here? Should I go there? I immediately have a peace and I trust him to lead me, knowing that he works all things together for our good because he loves us and we're called according to his purpose. He does things or allows things in our lives to bring glory to his name so that he is given the rightful honor due to his name as our deliverer, as our savior, as our peace, as our comfort. And that's the blessing of the Holy Spirit and why Jesus, when he walked on earth, said to his disciples, no, it's better that I go because then you'll have the Holy Spirit living in you individually and the Holy Spirit, some of his names are comforter and counselor and peace and that he promises to be those things for us so i just again want to remind you that you are loved and that you are more than enough in christ to overcome anything that you face and that you want to look for and be because remember we talk about in the world that be the be what you want to see be the change you want to see in the world so if you want more encouragement in your life be that encouraging word that word of life that word of hope and peace nobody needs more negative nellies in their life telling them how uh, they've done it wrong and if they would just get it right then they would feel better but the truth is we all need to stir each other up and remind each other no god's got a better way let's get our minds right Let's choose to be joyful. Let's choose to have an attitude of gratitude because when we choose joy, when we choose gratitude, even if everything looks like it's fallen apart, what we choose to focus on grows. So the gratitude and the joy will grow if that's where our mind is at. So it just helps us switch our perspective. Like God is bigger than any situation. When we stare at the situation, that gets bigger than our God, but that is not who he is. He has made us overcomers and conquerors. He has called us victorious. So let's live in victory. Let's be that word of encouragement for somebody else. And let's remember when we're feeling anxious or worried that his word, 
the Bible has promises of peace. So let's get back into alignment with his word and live the life of peace and joy that he called us to. I'm rooting for you. I believe in you. And I know God's got good plans for your life. Thank you for listening today. If this episode encouraged or empowered you, please share with a friend. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. You can follow me on social media at Whole Self Life Coach or on the web at reanninstall.com or thewholeselflifecoach.com. Remember, when we change our thoughts, we change our life.